shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Every single spring, that first day that I walk outside and I see that yellow dust all over my truck, I'm like, that is Satan's dandruff. It destroys me. I legitimately can't go outside for longer than three minutes because my eyes get swollen, my eyes get puffy, my nose gets congested, and I just simply can't breathe. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. When I started taking Claritin D about two months ago, I can finally get back outside and play pickleball again, which is what I love to do, but I couldn't do it because my allergies were so bad. Claritin D has legitimately allowed me to go outside again, ready to live life as if you don't have allergies it's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Welcome to episode 73 of the Human Hope Podcast. My name is Carlos Enrique Whitaker Guzman Archibald and I am your host on today's Rewind Journey um, to one of the mo, uh, one of the mo, <laughs> one of the more special days of my life. Um, first and foremost, I uh, just want to acknowledge the fact that the Insta Familia lost a legend this last week. Um, it uh, was gutting to me that I am. I, I, I was not able to get down to see Tony Valentine. Tony, for those of you that don't know, uh, was the gentleman that the Insta Familia raised $70,000 for a year ago, uh, June. And I went down to visit him uh, the day before I left on my sabbatical um, and because he wasn't doing good. And he had kidney failure um, and just he'd had a couple strokes and things were going bad, going south fast. Um, and also knowing that actually Tony was on stage with me at Orange Conference uh, at the end of April, early May. Um, and we were able to perform together in front of thousands of people. We, I mean, being Tony, was able to perform um, for the biggest crowd he's ever been able to perform for. And because of that, um, like so many people were able to see Tony do his thing. Um, you know, he plays the piano at the airport. So people are just walking by, not paying attention. 
when everybody was there singing Sweet Caroline, um, thousands of people in, in Infinite Energy Arena in Gwinnett, Georgia. Um, it was beautiful. You know, um, oh, I want to I make sure I, I keep my, my mindfulness here and stay on track, but when a funny story about Tony, um, when I told him that I wanted to do this, when I said, Hey, so I'm going to be giving my talk at the orange conference and I want you to come out at the end. I'm going to tell the story of when I met you, blah, blah, blah. And at the very end, I want you to come out and I want you to play a song and I want, I want it to be a song that everybody in the arena knows. Every single person. So, the very first question he asks, he goes, okay, I can do that. Um, I said, okay, so you know, what's the, what's the one song? And what's the one song that you can play that everybody is going to sing? And he goes, this is his question. Are they white people or are they black people? <laughs> and I said, well, I said, there's going to be white and black people, but it's, you know, probably going to be mostly white people. He goes, well, then there's only one answer. I said, what is that? He goes, Sweet Caroline. And if that was not the most true statement on planet Earth, I mean, he started what he started playing, da, 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 like, and then everyone's like, Sweet Caroline. Uh, uh, uh. I mean, it just was, it was pure bliss magic. Uh, and I, I'll never forget the moment. You know, one thing that I, I will ask Tony when I get to heaven is that I didn't ask him is, well, what if it was filled with black people? Like, like what would, what would the song had been then? Um, I wonder what it would have been. Only Tony knows. So anyway, um, I'm just grateful that, you know, he got that opportunity to play in front of so many people. And um, when I went down to visit him, I, you know, I prayed for complete healing and I prayed for him to be free of pain and disease. Um and I prayed very specifically, um, um, this was a month ago, um, that he wouldn't suffer. And honestly, that he would be spared. Now, um, some people have a hard time when they pray, you know, when you start praying for things very specifically, like for people to live or, and here's the deal. I still, at the end of the day, I, if someone's going to die, I still don't believe that it's in God's plan for them to die in pain. So why not pray for complete healing of whatever disease that is? And if they die, then they can go in peace, right? So like, I'll still pray for complete and total healing, for lucid thoughts, for somebody to be um, in a space where they are free before they pass. And I'm hoping Tony got that. I got the, um, I got a message from, uh, through Heather, um, from Nikki, um, Tony's daughter that I guess it was last, what was the end of last week? Um, that they didn't expect him to make it through the day. So I, um, gathered some Intel and, um, called Tony's sister who was with him at the, at that moment. Um, and, I just, I said, Georgette, is there uh, any way that I can talk to Tony? And she said, yeah, his breathing is labored, but he's still with us. So I said, count to 30, uh, then you pick the phone back up. Um, and so she put it on his ear and it was, it was the sweetest 30 seconds 
in my relationship with him. I cried. I laughed. Um, I prayed. I gave him a little pep talk. Um, and I was able to talk to Tony about 30 minutes before um, he crossed over to the other side. And I'll, I'll just never forget it. He didn't, he didn't say one thing back. He, he wasn't able to. Um, but I know he heard me. And it helped me in my grieving, right? Like, you know, it, it helped me. And, you know, I, I feel like I've, I've had the hardest time with grieving and with grief, right? Like, I like to cover it up with being busy, cover it up with work, cover it up with all kinds of things. But it was so good for me to hang the phone up and just sob and just cry. Um, it was sad. It is sad. I'm sad for Mickey, his wife. Um, I'm just sad. Um, but I'm also grateful that I got to know him and grateful that you got to know him as well. Um, so this is what I wanted to do this week is I wanted to, I mean, we, this is episode 73. Now we, we, we're so deep into this podcast thing that I can, I can do things like this and reach way back in the archives. So you don't have to go find it and pull back up a conversation I had with Tony the day that I met him. Okay, so what I love about this conversation is that this is actually the day that I met him. This is um, this was the day that we tipped him. At the, at the time, I think it was $10,000. Maybe it was climbing up to $40,000 by the time we recorded the podcast that night. Um, but um, it was him and his wife, Mickey. And just to hear how alive he is, he was just alive. Like just alive. Somebody actually told me that this week. They said, Carlos, you're, you're, oh, no, 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 no. That was, the, the, no, they said, I'm awake. And that's, that's what Tony was. He was awake. He was awake. Just one of the most awake people that I know. Um, so I'm going to play it for you. And then at the end, I'm actually going to play um, a song that Tony wrote. Um, Tony wrote a song that some of the Insta Familia put melody and music to, and we're going to play it at the end just so that you guys can hear the lyrics that he penned. Um, and I just think it's, it's going to be a beautiful way for us to remember who Tony was. If you haven't seen, um, the clip, um, of, you know, of what happened, it is a highlight on my Instagram feed, uh, which I haven't logged into, so I don't know um, if I even have an Instagram account anymore. Can you guys tell me? Uh, but you can find it there. Um, it's also a video in uh, in my Instagram. You can find it there. I think it's on YouTube. Um, but it, it, you know, it swept the nation. We we're on Good Morning America, Today's Show, Early Show, all the shows. Um, and this conversation with Tony and Mickey is going to reintroduce them to us so that we can remember who Tony was in our lives. Amigos y amigas, enjoy this conversation from last year with our gone but not forgotten godfather of the Insta Familia, Mr. Tony Valentine. I want you guys to just sit back. I think it's about 30 minutes long and just enjoy um, this just very intimate look into a man that was a stranger to me and just playing the piano at an airport this morning. And now he's become a close friend. Like I, like I, I'll, we've texted all day long, even like, I don't know, 20 minutes ago we're texting and um, he's got some wise words and he's been through it. You're going to hear 
kidney failure, kidney disease, dialysis, losing his job because of his health, literally dialysis every night. Okay, enough. Let's get to Tony and Mickey and the human hope they give to us. Can you hear me now? Hey, hey, yeah. hey. Yeah, I can. Yeah, okay. Um, okay, I'm old, so I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, you're all good. You're all good. <laughs> I can hear you. I can hear you already. So that's good. <laughs> My brother. <laughs> I'm still overwhelmed, man, at that meeting today. Hey, listen, listen. Uh, the Lord ordains things for people. And, you know, he, uh, he ordained that meeting. Obviously, <laughs> yeah, because that doesn't just happen. I need I need to tell you what the updated total of of tips are that people have given. Okay, so just listen. All right, I just, I need you to. Hey, is that your beautiful wife? That's me. <laughs> that's Mickey. Is he blind? Is he beautiful? Oh, come on, that's beautiful. Hi, how are you? You're you. you <laughs> You've married a, a saint of a husband. He's special. He's Tell been me. special a long time. Yeah, I'm special. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys. Now, okay. So listen. So listen. I need you to pay attention because I just looked in my I just looked in my Venmo account right now, and I need to let you know that <laughs> I don't know how to say this. <laughs> listen. You ready? Yeah. $45,000. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. $45,000. Just these wonderful people. Just oh for you. God. Just for you. Just for this you. This is a special, special I, man. I, I promise you. I told you when we met five seconds after I met you. Yeah. I cuss a lot. Yeah. And I don't want to cuss right now. <laughs> go ahead. Go for it. <laughs> my gosh, Carlos. Oh, Carlos. You've taken my breath away. Well, Carlos. listen, I, I just, I, you know, when I saw you today as I was going by, I, I almost went to the Delta Sky Club, okay? I'm a, I'm a Delta Diamond. I fly every week. I'm, uh, I'm traveling around, you know? And so I normally, I'm like, man, I want to go up there. I want to get my free drink. I want to hang out. And something in me, and I call that something in me the Holy Spirit. Okay, I'm just, I'm just telling you what it is. Something in me said, "No, go to Chick Fil A." And I'm like, "Man, I don't, I don't need no more Christian chicken. I'm done, right?" <laughs> Christian chicken, right? So, so, okay, okay. So I walk over, but then I hear this beautiful music, and I'm like, "Yeah." I'm like, "What?" I'm like, "What?" And I look over there, and it's not just beautiful music, brother. You were playing with everything inside of you. You were yeah. swaying. You had that Ray Charles thing going. You were all. <laughs> In. And I said, I need to listen to this man. And then as I'm listening to you, your joy was infecting me. And I just knew what it was time to do. It was time to get my, I called it the Insta Familia. That's my Instagram followers. Yeah. And I said, I said, I said, let's see what we can't do for this brother. Um, four weeks ago, I was in Alaska with an organization called Brooklyn to Alaska, where we take inner city kids from Brooklyn that have never been to the wilderness and we take them to Alaska. Oh, and yeah. in 20 and in 24 hours for that organization, my Instagram raised $225,000. Oh my God. And, and it's, it's just what we do. And so I normally don't oh. do this just for people, but I was like, there was something about you. I knew, 
I knew there was a reason and I knew that God had placed you in my path for yes, a reason. Sir. And as of right now, there is $45,000 oh <laughs> that is going to be going into your Venmo account oh, over the next two weeks. Stop it. <laughs> he has had, he probably didn't tell you, but a really tough week. Well, why it's don't you tell me? Why don't you tell it's me? It's been Mickey? a tough week. Yeah, he's he's uh, struggling with some water weight around his ankles. And that's okay. always problematic when you're diabetic. And he's a I dialysis patient. Yeah. And, um... But he soldiers through it. You'd never know it. He shows up every day. Tony never misses a day of work. He loves his music. He loves his fans. Uh, he's a soldier. He's a hey, listen, soldier. Here's the thing is, Tony, you got 178,000 new fans. <laughs> you should, you should uh, be reading. You can't have so many good warriors like that. Oh, oh Carl, man. What an amazing gift. What an amazing gift. You were supposed to drop by today. I was. I was. I was yeah. supposed to. And, yes, uh, and, and, you know, it's a beautiful thing. And, you know, the thing is, is I, I sat Tony down before I even thought about doing the Venmo thing. And I, uh, I just wanted to hear your story, you know, like I just knew that you had a story, uh, and, and he started to share his story, but unfortunately the, the audio that I captured in the airport wasn't good enough. And I was like, I'm not going to let this man disappear off the face of this earth without <laughs> people getting to hear all the goodness that he oh, was telling yeah. me. He was yeah. dropping gold nuggets left and right. And, uh, and so, you know, what I love is I just, I see 42 years of marriage in front of me right now. And oh, I mean, Lord. if there, if, if there is anything that I see right now, it is a husband and a wife that have made a decision that you have made a decision to love each other. Cause you guys know love ain't a feeling. It's a decision. And exactly. this, and, and, and yeah. what I see right now, the emotion, Tony, in your eyes, the joy in your beautiful <laughs> wife's eyes. Um, you know, I'm, I, I'm just so glad. I'm just so glad that I've found you guys because my parents yeah, live in Atlanta now, which means that we're going to be friends. Oh, right. absolutely. 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 Open invitation. Okay. Absolutely. Can you also. You and all 180,000. Okay. Let's all <laughs> and then Tony will do a concert. Can you yes. also, can you also see the fear that I was telling oh. you about? <laughs> Did he tell you he was afraid of me? <laughs> he said, I said, I said, Tony, how you been, how you been uh, married so long? He's like, oh, I'm just afraid of her. <laughs> I'm scared of her. <laughs> no, but he is so special, Carlos. You picked a really good one. Thank you. And thank, thank you, all of your, your supporters. And that spirit yeah. of love is palpable. He was telling me about you yeah. guys talking and he's got a really nasty potty mouth. So you sold it yeah. through that yeah. though, to hear his incredible talk- story. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. He also said that, you, that you're like a princess. He yes. said you're like a Disney princess, and there's not there's not a potty word that comes out of your mouth. So, <laughs> well, let's let's, uh, let's 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 dive in, are, Tony. All our words are like this long, and I yeah, know. I know. Yeah, they're so smart. I can tell that is an educated lady behind uh, you. So, hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything, that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these moments. Their stories are full of candor and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's hop in here for just a few minutes and let me get a little bit of your story, Tony, if you don't mind. You told me that you grew up in a family of musicians. Tell us a little bit about about growing up. Uh, I think you said maybe it was your parents that played. There was a piano somewhere. Okay, tell me. 
my dad played, my aunt played, and there was always a piano in the house. And I just, I was always drawn to it. And I started playing at five. At five and years old? Yeah. At five years old. Now, now, did your siblings also play? No. They're smart. They, <laughs> they, <laughs> my siblings can fix anything mechanical, can fix oh. anything electrical. I can just do music. Oh, I love it. I can't fix a thing. Well, no, you know what you fix with music is you fix people's souls is what you fix. Uh, yeah, and, and you had your beautiful wife coming behind. Tell me your wife's name again. Mickey, like Mickey, Mickey. Mouse. Yep, Mickey. I see Mickey keeps hopping in here, shaking her head like a good wife would, making sure that everybody knows. <laughs> you know. Uh, so, 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 go ahead. So, so you start playing the piano at five. When did you? When did you feel like this was this man? This is something that's actually in me, and this is something that I want to actually do for a living. Well, that came along around age fourteen because I always loved playing the piano. But at 14, I started looking at girls. <laughs> and they always wanted the athletes. And I can't play sports. But I learned that athletes were seasonal and I am year-round. There I we go. Whatever they wanted. <laughs> Woo! I love that. So that's that's when I wanted to do it for a living. When, when oh, I can get girls. Oh, oh you okay? Yeah. Oh, they they really like they really like that minor chord. Okay, so fourteen, you start playing when. Um, yeah, and then, and, and then uh, after high school, I I studied music at Tennessee State. I was under the tutelage of Carol Stone. Carol Stone. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, See, uh, now now we're talking Nashville. Now you're talking about my town. Now. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. You guys, you got some members. Did you ever play up and down Broadway? I need to know. Up on Broadway? No, I played at uh, Broad Street Exit. Oh, you did? Exit. What is it? No, Exit In. Exit In. Exit In. Oh, no, I know Exit In. Okay. Okay. It's still around, man. It's, oh, man. It is, it is still around. So you're in Nashville. Um, you're studying music. And then take us take us into kind of your twenties, and you had a you had such a rich story that you told me earlier today, just about yeah. uh, kind of what you were doing in your twenties in Atlanta when you moved to Atlanta, and how kind of music changed you. Sure, when I moved to Atlanta, I was working uh, for the Impressions, uh, the singing group, uh, after tour with touring with them in in Japan and Germany. I came back to Atlanta and was uh, on tour with uh, Brick, the, okay. the, the band with the big song Daz. Let's go. Everybody go on and dance if you want. You know, uh, <laughs> no, don't stop. That's good. You just take me back. <laughs> then I started working clubs in Atlanta all over the place in the 80s. Lord have mercy. Okay, so they, like, like you can say that. You can say work in clubs, but this is a podcast. I need the listeners to know what exactly that meant. Getting to work bright and early at 10 o'clock at night. Oh. And going from 10 to 4 in the morning. Wow. Every night for about 20 years. Yeah. 20 years. Yeah. And then the cruise ship business came along. And I was offered a job working cruise ships. Hey, hang, on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm, I'm a... I'm going to rewind you real quick. I'm a, you, you don't give credit enough to your story. This is why I'm a podcast interviewer, because I want to dig deep for a second. While you're, while you're living in, in Atlanta doing the club thing, right? You are, um, you, you, 
you, you told me that you had kind of like a life wake up moment that you had a moment when, when you're like at the clubs and you started maybe getting in the scene a little bit more than you wanted to get into the scene and you started to see your life slipping. So talk to us about that. Yes. I think it's an important, in the 80s, important part of your story. In the eighties, cocaine was prevalent. Yeah. And I went through that phase and the wake up moment was after about 10 years of partying and drugging all night, uh, I found myself at the front door with my keyboard under my arms going to Pawnee so I could continue. Yeah, and that's when God slapped me and said, sit, jump down. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have been 40 years clean since. Wow, 40 years. Yeah. And so, ships saved my life as well. Okay, so situation. T- tell us about that journey. So you're working on ships. How did you end up on a cruise ship? Well, a friend of mine uh, had a job already on the ship, and his piano player uh, couldn't do the rest of the job, the contract. So he asked me if I could finish it for him. And I said, sure. And he flew me down to Miami, and I walked on to Royal Caribbean. <laughs> 11 years later, I was still doing it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. What 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 was your typical week or day like on a on a cruise ship? Well, I had the right job because I only work at night. Okay. And so every port we went to, I could enjoy all the ports, all the beaches, all the restaurants, everything. And uh, in that travel, like eleven years, I got to go to eighty seven countries. Eighty seven so countries. It was quite the experience. Yeah. Wow. That is that is amazing. So so you you were playing. In the east, uh, I mean that sounds like the dream job. I don't know about you, but it, it sounds to me like job. that's yeah. It was a dream job, and then wow. my wife, the way we did it, I'm gone for four months at a time, and yep. the last week of the contract, wherever I was, she would fly there and cruise with me and bring me home. Okay, so she got to see quite a few places too. Oh man, well that's good. that's good. I, I know you know it's this is amazing because I, I see you guys at the beginning of this. You know when she came on camera, just the love that you guys have for each other. But yet, you know, you, you're gone. You were gone for four months in a row. You know, you guys were, you know, this was, again, this, it's not like this is 2021 where there's FaceTime, you know. Right. T- talk to us about how, how did you guys keep your love strong in those seasons when you had to be apart? <laughs> well, we had already been Well, married. I'm glad you asked that question. <laughs> yes, come on. <laughs> the queen has arrived. That's, that's an appropriate question. No, it was it was funny because I love him, <laughs> but but I I I enjoyed the the solitude. <laughs> yeah, she wanted my ass out of house. I would pack like three weeks before he'd have to go. <laughs> Make sure you don't leave anything, sweetheart. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but we are wired that way. I think this yeah. this marriage union was probably divine in the heavens. Yes. I don't know. It just. It just works. It's not for everybody because he's gone a lot and you got to be okay with that because he loves his music and he loves to travel. And I was concerned about telling her I would have to be gone for four months. And when I told her, (laughs) all right, (laughs) what an opportunity. (laughs) Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I, I love it. No, that is prayer. That is prayer. Faith. Lots of prayer. Lots of prayer. Lots of prayer. And and it sounds like lots of trust as well. Oh, absolutely. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, you got to have that. You have to. You got nothing. Yeah, you do. Right. You do. Yeah. No, I love it. I love it. Okay, so, and we have so a you get off the support system. You do. Well, tell me a little bit about your support system. What's that look like? Wow. Tony and I were the first ones to move to Atlanta from Illinois, okay. um, right out of college from um, Nashville. I think he told you about our Nashville connection. Yep. And since then, I think who came first? My mother has moved here. Um, then my brother, then his sister, and another one of his brothers. All right, we got four nieces here now. <laughs> so okay. it's expanded. We had and we have a host of great, great friends. Tony's oh, got a wow. fan base that is so loyal. Anything he needs at all. He wants to take a day off. There's musicians that will line up to make oh. sure his thing is covered. He doesn't Let's lose go. anything. So it's phenomenal. Yeah. And then there's Carlos. And his <laughs> his legion of 180,000 kind-hearted love yeah. you so therefore yeah. they're transferring that love to right. us kind right. of individuals because they don't know Tony no. they know his no. story it's a familiar yeah. story but it's not unique there's a lot of right. people in his in his position you know yeah but don't get me started Oh no! I get, I get, I love it. So full. I'm so, I'm just, I'm, I'm on. You know, you know, it's so, it's so, and you guys get this. Um, to to receive is it is you know sometimes sometimes we can get in a place in a position where we don't feel like we deserve it, like because there's always somebody else. It's hard to receive this. Yeah. No, I know, Tony. So I need to tell you something. Okay, I need to let you know something. It is. It's so hard to believe that we because there's always somebody else. That needs something more, right? Always. There, exactly. but, but here's always. the thing that you can't play that game because what ends up happening is there's always going to be somebody else for the somebody else for the somebody yeah. else. And so like, like it's a never ending story. So what we have to yes. do is look in the mirror and say, you know what? Yeah. Lord have mercy. I actually deserve this. And I'm yeah. here to tell you that you actually deserve this. Not because, not because you are any better than anybody else, but you deserve this because you were chosen today to have an inspired divine encounter with me and my, yes. my people. And, and, and so you deserve this. And so I need you to know somebody gives a dollar fifty. Someone else, yeah. someone actually gave, there was a little kid that gave 50 cents to Tony today. Yes. It was on my Venmo. Yes. It said, it's yes. at 50 cents. Okay. <laughs> and so, so it's thousands of people giving a tiny little bit. And, and now you're just and part of the army, bro. You're in the family that's now. Like you're part, you're part, and you text me. This is what I love what Tony texted me. Tony, you said, let me see my text here. I'm going to read it for everybody to hear. You said, after you set up your Venmo, you go, um, now, how do I join your movement of hope? I want to be part of this community to help other people because Absolutely. it's in you. It's in you, bro. Like it's in you. And I, and I know that you want to give, and here's Absolutely. the thing you get to, you know, you, you get to keep giving, um, giving away as well. So that, that's my little sermon for you, bro. I, I need you to not, I need you to Absolutely. not feel like you don't deserve it because you do deserve it. And I, I am more than anything, more than the 40 something thousand dollars. I'm just grateful that I got a new friend. Oh. <laughs> Stop it, man. It's mutual, Carlos. God bless. It, it is mutual, man. 
Let's take a moment and talk about our partners this week. Give Directly is a nonprofit that lets you send money directly to people living in poverty with no strings attached. In the last decade, Give Directly has delivered $550 million to over 1.2 million people across 11 countries. Now, a lot of people have the question, why send people cash? Why send people money? Well, people in poverty are the experts on their own lives, their own needs. And they're missing one thing, money, right? So no two people in poverty have the same needs. So that is why we send them cash through Give Directly. So after you donate, Give Directly delivers your funds directly to somebody living in poverty. And because they efficiently run the entire process from donations all the way to delivery, 90 cents of every dollar that you donate goes directly to the person living in poverty. Now, listen, um, uh, research shows us that like literally hundreds of independent studies have shown direct giving directly to the person in poverty can have positive impacts on health, nutrition, income, education, and more. Exactly, right? Uh, You may have grown up thinking that you can't just give money to poor people, but it turns out that view is actually wrong. Plenty of studies show us that. So this is what I want you guys to do. I've done this every week of the podcast. I give every, every week that give direct partners, I give money and this is how you do it. You visit givedirectly.org slash hope. That's givedirectly.org slash hope and your donation will be matched up to $5,000. That's givedirectly.org slash hope. Now back to the show. It is me. I mean, I'm just speechless. I'm catatonic. I just, I don't have the words. I don't have the words. Oh, and I would like for you to dismiss her because I'm scared to. So ah. You can do that. <laughs> yeah, because I got a couple more questions for Tony. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I know you're scared of. I'm, I'm, I'm just as scared of my wife in certain situations. Okay, um, she can drop an elbow on me. So, okay, so talk to us a little bit about you, you were explaining to me about about kidney disease. I actually hadn't really, um, yeah. I, I wasn't familiar with it. And you, you were telling me because I was like, so after do you do this? Tell us a little bit about what your what your life looks like now while you're playing music, but then you're also kind of fighting this thing on the side. Well, that's the reason I had to come off the ships because I could no longer pass the physicals that's required for each country. And I learned that I had kidney disease and then it got worse and worse until I had no function. And at that point, you have to go on dialysis because your kidneys clean your blood. And So that's what kidneys do. So for those of us that don't know, kidneys clean your blood. And without that, the toxins in your body will poison your body. And everything goes wrong. Everything. Because the kidneys affect every part of your body. And how did you know you were sick? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know until I wow. went to have my physical. No I way. Have my physical. Yeah. Because there was no pain. There was no discomfort. And uh, it was the numbers that showed my problem. And when I went to see my doctor, he told me that I need to go on dialysis immediately or I wasn't going to make it. Wow. And, and so I chose peritoneal dialysis okay. where I have a tube running in my stomach okay. that, that puts a solution into me and takes it out, puts it in, takes it out all night long for eight hours, eight to nine hours. All night and, long. So every single night you do dialysis and you'll have to do that the rest of your life? Yes. Unless now, I get a kidney transplant. 
Okay. So talk to me, talk to me about that. You'd mentioned that earlier in the airport today about, I think maybe you said you kind of decided to not go that route for a certain reason. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's a, there's a shelf life to organs that transplanted. Okay. You have one, you're going to have another because they last anywhere from two to five to 10, maybe even okay. 20 years. Okay. But you will have another. Okay. And so since the peritoneal dialysis is working for me right now, um, I'm staying with it until I can't do it anymore. Yeah. But for right now, it's, it's a little inconvenient a lot of times, but uh-huh. it's something you have to do. And, and I was telling you, the reason yeah. I'm so thankful and so happy is because not what I'm dealing with, but what I'm not dealing with. Mm. I'm not dealing with cancer. I'm not dealing with a whole lot of heart trouble or anything like that that could be deadly as not having kidneys. And this is can be handled right now. Wow. And, uh, you know, technology is only going to get better. So... I'm, I'm thankful, man. Every day. Yes. <laughs> that's my testimony. That is I'm your testimony. Crazy. Hey, listen, listen, that, that's what it says. People, people are moved by other people's testimony. Uh, and your testimony is something fierce and something strong. Um, Tony, I, um, you know, we, we've been, we've been in a season, let's just be honest in a season over the last year and a half as a country and a planet where it's hard to see the good in humanity. Right, it's hard to see the hope, man. It's tough because everybody, everybody's yelling at each other. Everybody's arguing about this or that or this or that. And um, and today, uh, we saw humans come together. We saw humans that voted for different yeah. people come together. We saw humans that, and they all came together for good. Talk, talk to me about the hope that that today has given you. Well, I think I remember saying I didn't have hope in you. You, you actually said that today. You told yes. me that before yes. this happened. Yes. And it's because I hadn't experienced it mm. until today. Wow. And yes, I have open humanity. There. there are a lot of more people out there good than are not. And for total strangers to do what they did for me today, that's humanity. Mm. So, yes, I do have hope in humanity now. Yeah. I've wow. seen it. I've touched it. <laughs> I've met it. <laughs> Come on. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go, man. Um, well, the the podcast is called Human Hope. That's, that's what the podcast is called, literally, Human Hope. And, um, you know, what I love, I just love, love seeing the... Uh, the circumference of what hope looks like. Like, you gave me hope by touching my heart. And playing those keys, like God has only created you to play those keys. And that hope in turn, I started playing, filming you. I put it on my Instagram. You know, 70,000 people saw, have seen it so far. And they're, they're moved by hope. And now they want to give you the hope back. And so, you know, I just, I think it's true. When you give, when you give, it comes back tenfold. It just does. I want to be a part of this community, man. Well, you're in now. You ain't, you ain't got, you got like, you're a card carrying member. Yes. I want the notifications. Every five minutes. I want to know who we going to help today. <laughs> Let's go. Well, this is what you got. I don't know if you have Instagram, but we got to get you an Instagram account, bro. I do. It's Tony Piano Man. Well, I'm a right now, while we're on this, I'm going to follow you. Just, just T-O-N-E-E Piano Man. Yes. All one word. All one word. Okay, so are are you ready, Tony Piano Man? When I when I put you on my Instagram, 
for a lot of people to start following you and blessing you every day. <laughs> you know, I've got, I've had Instagram for maybe two years. I've been on maybe three times. Oh. <laughs> I don't know how to do this stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. We're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna teach you. I'm gonna call you tomorrow. I'm we're gonna do a video chat, and I'm gonna show you exactly how to get on that thing because that is where this community is living every single day, and how we're blessing yeah. people. Uh, you know, a few times a month. So I call my granddaughter for instruction on how. To okay, do good, this. good, good, good. Your granddaughter will know. She'll know. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's just Tony Piano Man. Yes. Tony Piano Man. Tony, any any last words you'd like to say to the people that are listening to this? Because um, you're, you're just such a hope-filled, hope-filled human and um, your story is going to touch so many people. Any, any last words of hope you'd like to offer? Uh, I would like to say those who are searching for hope Know that there is always a way, and if you can be happy and make others happy, you're going to have hope, and you're going to receive hope and blessings. What I do every day, I'm blessed to do every day. When people say that they, they've been moved or touched, it ain't me, man. That's, that's the Lord moving through me. And, Let's go. And just be thankful. For wherever you are in life. You heard it from the man himself. Tony V. Hey man, I love you, brother. Thank you for this. I love you, man. Hey, Mickey! Mickey, get back in here. Yeah. Done. We're saying goodbye. Bye, guys. Hey, so nice to meet you all. I love you all. I promise to do my job and take real good care of this sweet, sweet man. You keep, you keep taking care of that sweet man. That's right. That's and we're right. Together, we're going to continue to make some noise with all of you. Let's, hey, let's do. I, I, yeah. I definitely agree with that. Absolutely. And Carlos, before I go, so that you know, I'm not BSing. Yeah, yeah. We got married. We just said I do. We turned around and walking out the church, and the first thing out of her mouth to me. Get off my train! I was she stepping off. on my train. Come on, really, really. I've been married two minutes. My my head here is all sideways and coming off. I've been married two minutes, and I'm getting jumped on in church. Oh, no. Love it so much. That is so good. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Mickey. Um, honestly, I'm a little overwhelmed because, you know, <laughs> I mean, I think we thought that we were the ones that were, I don't know, rescuing them out of something, but I swear they've rescued something out of me. I'm so grateful, so grateful for every single one of you helping me bring them into our lives. We're not going to sit on this too long. I just want to thank you guys. And uh, I think that's it. I don't think there's any, any more words to say. See you guys next week. How? How is he gone? 
death comes quickly. It's going to come for all of us. And so we've got to make sure that we live our lives and squeeze every last drop of it out. Nobody's promised tomorrow. Um, and Tony, Tony just showed us how to live. We love you, Mickey. Um, we'll be thinking about you. Um, I, when and if I get back online, I'm going to um, have somebody at least let people know when the memorial service is going to be. I'm going to do everything in my power to be there. Um, I think he's having a few, one in Atlanta, one in Chattanooga, and then one somewhere else that was a big part of his life. But um, Tony, I love you. I miss you. And I'll see you soon. First and foremost, want to give a big shout out to Tony. We love you, brother. Carlos, it's the familiar. <laughs> now, if anyone ever asked you who we are, you tell them it's the familiar spirit of caring. It's the familiar love that we're sharing. It's the familiar spirit of caring. It's the familiar love that we're sharing. It's in our hearts. It's in our mind. It's in the life that we live all the time. It's the familiar. Insta familiar, yeah. Who is Insta familiar? We are they, I said we are they. The unseen souls, merchants of hope, standing in the gap for those who can't cope. Huh? Doing God's work, day and night. Insta familiar, fight the good fight. Right? Only of God, earthly angels, serving humanity, fighting insanity. Huh? Huh? Do it for the family. Huh? We do it for the family And we never blind to the knees of the fellow man Eyes open, doing what we can So we never blind to the knees of the fellow man Eyes open, doing what we can We the gift from God, hand of God, love of God it's the familiar spirit of caring. It's the familiar love that we're sharing. It's the familiar spirit of caring. It's the familiar love that we're sharing. It's in our hearts. It's in our mind. It's in the life that we live all the time. It's the familiar. It's the familiar. Yeah.